the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Would you believe 50%? Yep, that's where Donald Trump is right now on the Rasmussen poll, and that's the one that uh, called the 2016 race. They had the percentages of the uh, vote exactly right uh, on Hillary Clinton and uh, Donald Trump. It's the daily tracking poll, so they do it daily. And maybe it's the combination of his State of the Union address on Tuesday uh, and the rollout of the Green New Deal by Alexandria overrated Cortez yesterday. The Democrats aren't shy now about um, admitting that they're not opposed to socialism. And President Trump announced that the U.S. would never be a socialist country. Only the Republicans cheered and the Democrats uh, sat there and pouted. Uh, Bernie Sanders came out with a tweet today, and this is what he said about a proposal that would get rid of all internal combustion engines and have the government pay people who are unwilling to work. I am proud to be an original co-sponsor of the Green New Deal proposal. We must address the existential crisis of planetary climate change while at the same time creating millions of good-paying jobs in our country. Who would be against that? You know, saving the planet, millions of new jobs. Of course, there's no mention of the jobs that would disappear uh, when there were no more cars, no more planes or boats, no more oil industry, no coal mines. So think of all the jobs that would be available down at the windmill factory and laying track for the high-speed trains that uh, would be crisscrossing the country under the uh, new Green Deal, or the Green New Deal, whatever you call it. Well, when we come back after the break, I'm going to talk to a guy who's an expert, an expert on the problems of socialism. We're going to ask him if he should, we should be afraid, very afraid about all this. And you might be surprised when you find out uh, well, when he, what he tells you about Alexandria overrated Cortez's election. Stick around. Employers, are you tired of paying outrageous premiums for health insurance? How about a plan that allows you to go to any hospital in the country? A plan that pays you back every year? This is John Steigerwald from Marley Financial. Whether you want a top-of-the-line plan or just enough to keep you legal, Marley Financial has a custom-made plan for you. As a business owner, you owe it to yourself to stay ahead of the ever-changing marketplace. Marley has been on the cutting edge of new and improved health plans for both individuals and businesses. And only Marley Financial offers health plans that actually pay you back. Call 724-884-1496 for unbiased, top-notch plans from any carrier in Pennsylvania. Plans that'll save you money and give you an edge over the competition. They even offer custom business solutions to reduce your liability and overhead as you grow. They're truly one of the most innovative agencies in the nation. Call Marley now, 724-884-1496, 724-884-1496, or visit MarleyFG.com. Kids learn differently at different ages. Trinity Christian School's classical approach to education is specifically designed to maximize learning at every age of a child's development. It's an approach Trinity has applied intentionally with great success for more than 60 years, making them one of the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County. See how it works at their 10 a.m. open house, Saturday, February 9th. For details, visit trinitychristian.net. Trinity Christian School in Forest Hills at trinitychristian.net. 
Buying locally made products is a simple act that can have a tremendous impact on a local economy. Since our company was founded nearly 30 years ago, the original Mattress Factory has offered quality mattresses that are hand-built in our own factories and sold directly to you. Plus, we're not just locally made. We're also locally owned by our employees who live, work, and play in the same communities as you. So stop by an Original Mattress Factory store or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see the difference local makes for yourself. Right here in Pittsburgh. How many sales are you missing because you're not effectively using social media marketing? Worse yet, how many customers are your competitors stealing from you because they are? The vast majority of the population is on social media nearly every day shopping. Does your business have an effective selling presence on social media? We're Salem Surround. We take the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders, letting you run your business while we deliver customers. Your competition is already social. Catch them and surpass them. We offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. We know how to make every digital dollar count towards sales success. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-664-0310. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-664-0310 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your social security check. Call 800-664-0310 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-664-0310. Warning. Listening to this program program may expose you to toxic masculinity the john steigerwald show on am 1250 the answer well, maybe you've noticed that someone named alexandria overrated oh i'm sorry alexandria ocasio cortez has been in the news lately maybe you've noticed that socialism is in the air she made her green new deal public yesterday and it sounds like something you might get from a sixth grade class assignment But a lot of people, including some serious presidential candidates, are taking it seriously. So I wanted to find somebody who could tell us how seriously we should take her and socialism. Howard Husick is vice president for policy research at the Manhattan Institute, and he joins us now. Howard, thanks for being here. My pleasure, John. Now, uh, socialism should scare, I guess, anybody who enjoys living in what's supposed to be a free country. How scared should we be that uh, this is going to catch on? Well, I don't think we should be scared that full-on socialism, as in the old Soviet Union, is going to happen anytime soon in the United States. There's too many deeply established institutions, private corporations, and all of that. But ambitious plans like this Green New Deal business, these really do start to resemble socialism as it was practiced, which is the state deciding where capital should be invested. That's what China does. That's what the old Soviet Union did. That wasn't just a totalitarian society. They had a different economic system 
that they believed in. They told the shoe factories how many shoes to make. Well, it's not a big difference to say, this is how many windmills we should have. So in certain policy areas, whether it's the environment, Medicare for all, these have a lot in common with socialism. Well, and that brings this up, because uh, there are some people, and including Sam Donaldson, the former C, uh, ABC guy, he was on CNN the other night, and he will tell you that we already are living under socialism. I'd like to get your reaction to this from him the other night on CNN. Sure. America will never be a socialist country. Hmm. You heard the president there talking about socialism. Is he laying out a line right. of attack that we're going to hear heading into 2020? Well, it's too late. Over half Americans are on socialist programs from the federal government. I'm on Medicare. I'm an old guy. And Medicaid, welfare programs, not just for the poor, mm -hmm. for the rich. Hey, how about a sugar subsidy to the ranchers and farmers? Let's buy you some wheat since you can't sell it in the market at the moment. We are already on the way. Mm -hmm. And in a few years, we're going to have a single-payer system, I think. The public is pushing toward it. Unless you say, but that's socialism. Oh, no. I don't want that, but I do want good medical care, and I want the government to pay for it. Okay, so then... We're, we're a socialist country already. So what do you think of that, uh, Howard? Well, we, we have some uh, misguided policies, but, uh, you know, Venezuela is a socialist country where you, where you have the combination of the state owning all of the means of production, you have to start nationalizing, not just protecting the steel industry. That's a bad idea. It's unfortunate the president's doing it. Sugar subsidies are a bad idea. Both parties have been engaged in that. But that's different than nationalizing the steel industry and nationalizing the sugar industry. So uh, the economists talk about rent-seeking, where you use the government to feather your own nest. we got plenty of that going. We have some uh, a lot of redistribution of income, and we can quarrel with a lot of that. Some of it is probably discourages people from work and has other misguided effects. But that's not. Let's not overstate it. We just have to push against it. Yeah, but uh, that, it is an argument that you get from a lot of people. Hey, you know, Social Security—it's socialism. Um, Medicare is socialism. And why not just take the next step and just go with the, um, you know, the, the single-payer health care? Uh, it's, it's what happens all around the world. Why don't we do it? Well, let's take both of those things. Uh, Social Security is a government redistribution social insurance program. You make contributions, you get some money back, not too much. It isn't a completely dysfunctional program, but if we were left to invest our own money, with some sort of government backstop, maybe, that would be a better system. We don't want to make the same mistake with Medicare by giving everybody mediocre health care in the name of giving everybody access to some health care. So watch out. It could be a lot worse. Single payer, why don't we worry about who's paying for it? You know, let, let's have good health care. And, you know, look at, the, look at some place like Britain where you have an avalanche of medical tourism. That's where people leave the country to get better health care. Canada does the same thing. They, they all go to Buffalo get their surgeries. Not all of them. I don't want to overstate it, but that exists, medical tourism. So these things sound good in theory. In practice, they're going to be mediocre results. And by the way, where's the money for everything else? Right. Well, you know, I, uh, I spent a lot of time in Canada, and 
Um, what The one thing that people don't seem to want to bring up when they talk about how wonderful it is in Canada is that 13% sales tax on everything. Everything. Well, now, that's a, that's a great point. You know, so people think, oh, it's going to be free. We're just going to tax the rich and do it. Yeah. There are not enough rich people to pay for a million windmills. Right. You're going to have to see. You're going to have to see something like a national sales tax, value added tax, like you have in Canada, like you have in the Scandinavian countries, and it's going to be middle class, working class people who are paying that fare. So you can't do this stuff, which has bad results, without taxing people at high rates. We're talking to Howard Husick. He's vice president for policy research at the Manhattan Institute. People like to throw uh, Scandinavian countries at you when when you say that you're uh, you're not a fan of socialism, and they say it's working over there. And uh, what's your response to that? Well, Sweden is a good example. It has really pushed away from that model uh, in recent years. It dropped its tax rates. Its growth has returned. So they had to do a course correction. It's not the Sweden of Bernie Sanders' imagination. And, uh, you know, the Scandinavian countries are small populations that are very homogeneous. They're starting to have a lot of immigration, and they're confused about it, too. They're starting to be a little bit more like the United States. We just give benefits to everybody? It was one thing when everybody's in the family, we get that. But now they're getting confused on this subject, too. Um, do you think, uh, from the Republican standpoint, is this um, hysteria, I think you could call it, over us, um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and her plan with all these people jumping on board, is this a good thing for the Republicans? Or, or, or are these people going to be, because they seem to be unified in this um, uh, love for this plan, that they're going to be able to convince people that it's a good idea? Well, that's what we have elections for. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me just tell you something about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, because her district is not far from where I'm sitting in midtown Manhattan. Do you know how many votes she got to be elected? Yes, I was going to get to that, but I'll let you tell us. 16,000 votes in the primary. 16,000. Yep. A very large percentage of the people in her district are not even citizens. They can't even vote. So the idea that she's representative of some tsunami of change it was a fluke election a fluke election elected not by the minority uh, populations there uh, but by uh, young liberals who have moved into that district in Queens so that was her key constituency so don't be confused that she's the edge of some big tsunami just because she starts to attract a lot of publicity. Yeah, I saw now, your I saw your piece in the City Journal from a few weeks ago, and I that's where I saw that number, and I I was that's why I let you say it, and I didn't spit it out because I knew it was coming. But um, you there, you pointed out some interesting facts about that election and how many people were eligible to vote for her and how many actually voted and how it's different from one district to another. Could you explain that? What what is it that was uh, unique about? Uh, her district, and for, for one thing, since she only needed 16,000 people to end up in Congress. Uh, well, that's right. She, she got 100,000 in the general election, yeah. but the key thing was the primary. That's Absent the primary, she's not in Congress. No. And the second uh, one didn't even count. I mean, it counted, but it, it, it was over after the primary. We have, that, we have primary. a lot of that here, uh, uh, Howard. We have, uh, quite a, we have a, a mayor's election every year that's like that. Once the primary's over, the election's over. That's it. Uh, well, look, 
uh, representation in Congress is determined by how many residents there are in a district, not by how many voters there are. So there's a good reason you're seeing the Democrats push against the uh, Trump administration census proposal to take a census of the citizens, because then we're going to understand that there are a lot of congressional districts in which there are not very many eligible voters. And that is really not what we understand by democracy. It's representation without representation, if you will. They can't vote. And that's especially true in immigrant uh, heavy districts uh, like that of uh, Ms. Uh, Ocasio-Cortez. Now, in my opinion, the Democrats, if they were to be honest, should try to register those people and try to push them to become citizens. Mm-hmm. That would be the honest thing to do. That's what we've done with immigration throughout our history. It's disappointing that they're content to have a, a lot of uh, to have easier elections with smaller electorates by having so many districts with so few citizens. And so, and you point out that, that characterizes her. Yeah, and uh, you you point out that uh, there's a difference between uh, in many well not in most cases uh, where what Republicans are up against and what Democrats are up against and the the makeup of the the voters were non-voters. Yeah, it takes a lot more votes in most Republican districts because uh, uh, about 40% of, uh, uh, of uh, democratically held congressional districts are, are uh, as much as 50% or more uh, immigrant. Uh, and, and so we don't know how many of those are citizens, how many are not. Many of them may be citizens, but we really don't know. But we do know that it takes fewer votes to be elected uh, in districts in which there are fewer eligible voters. And that is more true of Democrats than it is of Republicans. And it's true of this Miss Ocasio-Cortez, who is a media phenom because she got 16,000 votes. It's hard to get elected to city council in New York with 16,000 votes. I don't think you can. No. And and you mentioned uh, in your piece Tim Ryan. Some people may remember him as the guy who for a while was uh, thinking he could knock uh, Nancy Pelosi out of there. Uh, And the difference between what he's up against uh, in Ohio, I think he's near Cleveland, and what uh, Ocasio-Cortez was up against, as far as the makeup well, got, of who, who, how many votes he had to get. Yeah, he, he had to get, uh, you know, he, he got over 160,000 votes in the general election, I believe, and uh, 3% of his district is, is uh, immigrant. Again, it, I, I'm pro-immigrant, mm-hmm. but I, I, I'm not pro-having a permanent uh, uh, set of residents who are not citizens and who are represented but can't vote for their representatives. So uh, e- even somebody like Tim Ryan, who represents a blue-collar district in, near my hometown of Cleveland, uh, is disadvantaged compared to this liberal phenob. Why isn't his election taken to be a leading indicator? Why is her election, with such a small number of votes, taken to be such a leading indicator of the future of the Democratic Party? Uh, Seems like a media phenomenon to me rather than a voter phenomenon. And so getting back to your question, will it help or hurt the Democrats? Uh, I subscribe to the view that unless they find a more centrist uh, uh, candidate with a more centrist set of views, uh, they're likely to find that they're into the second Trump administration. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I saw somebody uh, on Twitter yesterday say that if if a Republican wanted to write up a fake um, policy 
that's supposed to represent a Democrat, they couldn't have done a better job than the new, uh, the, the uh, Green New Deal. That if you wanted to, like, lie and say that this is what these people, it does actually sound like something made up by a Republican to make them sound ridiculous, doesn't it? Well, look, the, uh, global warming is a real thing. Uh, we have to figure out how to respond when, you know, we've had in New York uh, big storms with uh, big uh, uh, tsunami-like uh, uh, waves. Mm-hmm. We have to figure out how to respond to these things. Shutting down our whole economy in 10 years and transforming it into a wind solar-based economy, that's not real. It's just not real. Politics has to be about the practical. Already we're seeing north of New York here in Westchester County, the, ut- the major utility, Con Ed, which is famous around mm-hmm. the country, is telling new customers for natural gas, we're not signing up any more customers because the pipelines can't bring the gas because they won't let us build the pipelines. So what are they People supposed are to do? About this. Set fires? What are they supposed to do? They... Well, they, they got to use oil or something yeah. like that. You know, or yeah. I, I guess, you know, who knows? But big developments are now stalled because they can't get the natural gas that they were counting on. When these kinds of impacts start to make themselves apparent to people, you're going to see uh, uh, counter forces start to develop. Yeah, I think so. And, and But the thing is, there's four. there are four, at least that I know of, Democratic presidential candidates who have come out and said, I'm in on the, new, uh, on the Green New Deal. They're in already. They're going to be scrambling to get out of it, aren't they, when we get closer to 2020? Well, you're probably going to see a difference between the positions they take in the primary and the positions they take yeah. in the general election. That would be what I would guess. Yeah. Um, and my, well, I think, and it's not the new green, the, I keep wanting to call it the new green deal. It's the green new deal. Uh, the, um, okay. the difference, or, or the, the one thing that really jumped out at me that I really liked was uh, one of the guarantees was economic security for people who are unable and unwilling to work. <laughs> so this person came up with the, uh, a plan that pays people money if they are unwilling to work. And with a straight face, they present it. Well, uh, somebody once said to each according to his needs, to each according to his ability. So <laughs> yeah. if we interpret ability, meaning yeah. can I get up out of bed in the morning and go to work, and you don't have that, you still get means, and then we're, we're getting close to uh, old Karl Marx. Has this, you, you've been a, uh, i got about a minute left, you've been a spectator and a, a, and a, um, a, a student of all this stuff for a long time. Are you uh, surprised at all that, that you're hearing the word socialism, even though, it, you know, it may be early and just the fact that it, it, is it a result of uh, students uh, being indoctrinated? Are you, are you surprised just that it's even a word that we're hearing as much as we are? Well, it's disappointing. I, I think it shows how quickly history can turn and forget things. Uh, you know, I'm old enough to have visited people in uh, Czechoslovakia right after the, the fall of communism. They talked about what they called the socialist days, and they had stories. Mm-hmm. And you, you don't want to be part of that. But, uh, you know, Ms. Ocasio-Cortez has had no exposure to that. Uh, it's, I think... It was Bernie Sanders reintroduced the term back into our lexicon, and he seemed cool. So I, I think it's divorced from uh, its historic meaning, uh, 
as far as I could tell. Well, I appreciate you being on with us, Howard, and clearing that up. And there's some really interesting stuff there on where this um, phenomenon, who I call Alexandria overrated Ocasio, has come from. Thanks a lot. It's my pleasure, John, and uh, have a good weekend. You too. And we'll be right back. Thanks. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Virginia Democratic Governor Ralph Northam has told his top staff he is not resigning over racist photos found in his 1984 medical school yearbook, despite pressure from both Democrats and Republicans to step down. Northam is one of three Democrats in the Commonwealth who have had a difficult week in the headlines. Lieutenant Governor Justin Fairfax has been accused of sexual assault by a California woman at the 2004 Democratic National Convention in Boston. And now in the past hour... The Washington Post is reporting a second accusation of sexual assault against Fairfax. Virginia Secretary of State Matt Herring, after calling on Northam to resign over blackface photos in his yearbook, then confessed to putting on brownface while he was a student at the University of Virginia. On Wall Street, they're down by 63 points. The S&P up by two. The Nasdaq rose 10 and oil up to 52.70 set to a barrel. This is SRN News. I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. Today's fluctuating interest rates can leave you with unexpected higher mortgage payments. At Quicken Loans, we've created a new way to protect you from unpredictable interest rates so you can buy a home with certainty. It's called Rate Shield, and here's how it works. With Rate Shield, you can lock your interest rate while you shop for a new home. So if rates go up, you don't have to worry. And here's the best part. If rates go down, you get the lower rate. With Rate Shield, we really have you covered. Here are more reasons why you'll want to work with America's largest mortgage lender. For nine years in a row now, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. And for the fifth year in a row, they've also ranked us highest in the nation for mortgage servicing. Rate Shield. Another way we can save you money on your mortgage. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Based on Rocket Mortgage data in comparison to public data records. Racial approval only valid on certain 30-year purchase transactions. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. Mike Gallagher is just in awe of what's coming from the left. The infant would be delivered, the infant would be kept comfortable, and then a discussion would ensue between the physicians and the mother. Let me uh, pick my jaw up off the floor. Let The fact that not a single Democrat seems to be denouncing this evil sink in. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 9, right before Dennis Prager at noon on AM 1250. The Answer. Two-time Penguin Stanley Cup champion Kevin Stevens was on top of the world. Then one decision would change his life forever. What should have been a Hall of Fame career became a losing battle with addiction. It was time to fight back. Join Kevin Stevens and his team for Crosscheck Substance Abuse Radio for hard-hitting discussion, inspirational stories, and cutting-edge resources to power forward in the fight against addiction. Saturday mornings at 10 on AM 1250, The Answer. Most executors don't want the job, quite frankly. Attorney Michelle Conti, host of Conti's Law on the importance of proper estate administration. There's a lot of steps to go into settling an estate, and if they don't get it right, not knowing the law isn't a defense to why you didn't do it correctly in the first place. When you pass without a 
appropriate planning, it can be very costly. We see more fractions within families when death and money are involved. If you don't plan appropriately, it's very common. Siblings don't speak anymore. We act as the mediator for that executor to understand the law. We sit down and go through what probate looks like. Once we go through those steps, we'll assist with getting all of the legal documents, getting you sworn in with the local court, and starting that probate process. And then we will act as the mediator with the beneficiaries and the executor. Hear more on Conti's Law, Sunday morning at 8.30, here on The Answer. For immediate help, visit ContiLawPGH.com. Life's got enough to worry about without worrying about taxes. But you're not worried. You've got William Egan, the local CPA for everyday people. For over 20 years, Bill and his staff have taken the stress out of tax preparation for businesses and individuals alike. With all the new tax law changes this year, he'll help untangle them for less than the big national chains with work that's guaranteed. Visit SteelCityCPA.com. William Egan, the local CPA for everyday people like you at SteelCityCPA.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Flooding issues, still a problem. 10th Street bypass shut down between the Fort Duquesne Bridge northbound on-ramp and 11th Street. Also, Mon Wharf still closed. Now, Parkway West is very heavy inbound from 79 to the Fort Pitt Tunnel and delays outbound Parkway Center Drive to Carnegie. Parkway East, that backs up outbound Bates Street to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Kelly Avenue in Wilkinsburg is shut down for a building demolition near Todd Street. Outbound 51 jams up approaching Library Road. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer, weather. Mainly clear tonight, windy and very cold with a low of 11 degrees. Wind chills will be dropping below zero. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, 26. Clear skies tomorrow night, again, quite cold, the low 13. Then turning cloudy on Sunday, not quite as cold. High 37, there'll be a period of snow late Sunday and into Sunday night, accumulating one to three inches. I'm meteorologist Danielle Niddle on AM 1250, the answer. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. So what do you say we finish up the week with some sports and maybe a little rock and roll and a lot of stupidity? Because I like stupidity. Uh, I like to talk about stupid things. And uh, there's a lot of them here. Um, I have a First of all, I have a, uh, speaking of sports, I have a prediction for you. Um, and I'm 100% confident that this is going to come true. And I, I, um, this uh, spring training starts, I don't know, next week sometime. I don't know exactly when the Pirates go. I, I actually don't care. But um, that spring training starts next week for a lot of teams. There will not one player, I can tell you this with 100% certainty, not one Pirates player will be on the disabled list next year. Not one. That just, I mean, I, that, they're so healthy. They're going to be in such great shape. They're going to have a great spring training. Not one will go on the disabled list. Now, there may be some players injured, but they won't go on the disabled list. And do you know why? Because the disabled list is no longer part of baseball. It's been around for 104 years. Okay, that's how long they've been calling it the disabled list. But according to uh, this story, uh, the Major League Baseball will rename the disabled list as the, quote, unquote, injured list uh, after uh, ESPN broke the story. The league will make the change out of concern that the term disabled for injured players falsely conflates 
disabilities with injuries, and an inability to participate in sports. Um, so the, the, the word disabled now has become offensive, I guess, to some people. Um, we all know that there are disabled people uh, who exist in our society, and uh, people try to, good people try to make things as easy as possible for them and, and help them to overcome whatever disabled disability that they have. But one thing you can't protect is people's feelings, I guess, and uh, you can't say the word disabled for injured players. Now, of course, an injured p- player could actually still be able to play because you could have a, uh, let's say, a guy who well, he plays in the American League. He's injured and he's not running real well. Maybe he's got an issue with his arm, but he could be a DH. He has an injured arm, but he's the designated hitter. He wouldn't be on the injured list. because Well, he could be on the injured list because he is injured, but he's not off the roster, which is what the disabled list is for. This, the disabled list is supposed to be, you know, you're allowed to have 25 players on your roster, and if someone is unable to play because they're disabled because of an injury, then you put them on the official disabled list for 15 days, 30 days, whatever it is. And while that person is on the disabled list, you can bring another player up and put them on the roster. Usually, you know, obviously a minor league guy. But not anymore, because the disabled list is now somehow... Um, offensive to somebody. I, I assume disabled uh, people or people who know someone who is disabled or just offensive to people who get offended really easily. Uh, but Jeff Pfeiffer, Major League Baseball Senior Director of League Economics and Operations, notified clubs of the name change in a memo written in December. Quote, in recent years, the commissioner has received several inquiries regarding the name of the disabled list. The principal concern is that using the term disabled for players who are injured supports the misconception that people with disabilities are injured and therefore are not able to participate or complete in sports. No, people who are disabled uh, would indicate people who are disabled. They're not they're not injured. Uh, It's uh, As a result, Major League Baseball has agreed to change the name disabled list to be the injured list at both the major and minor league levels. All standards and requirements for placement, reinstatement, etc. shall remain unchanged. This change, which is only a rebranding of the name itself, is effective immediately. So it's the disabled list is no longer, you can't say it. You You can't be on the disabled list anymore. Now, if a player is injured to the point where he is seriously injured enough that he can't play, he is unable to play. He is disabled. That's what he is. Nobody should be offended by that. And when I see these things where it says, in recent years the commissioner has received several inquiries. Several. Three? Five hundred? Two? Seven? Nine? How many? What's Several. Out of the millions of people who might be affected by and and be identified with the word disabled, millions of them, how how many people complained and, and said their feelings were hurt by it? Six? Eight? One? Well, one would not be several. Two would be... How many do you have to have to be several? Three? That's a few. Four? Several. So, so over the years, in recent years, I, I'm going to guess it's like one. That's going to be my guess. And nobody has the guts to say to the person, listen, um, 
you know, we, we're sympathetic with your situation, uh, and and it's uh, we're, we're sorry that you're disabled, and you know, we we don't want to sound uh, callous, and we don't we want to make sure that you understand that we we have concern for you, and we want everything to you know work out for you and all that. But get out of here. We're not changing the name. Okay, nobody has the guts to do that. Okay, so that's number one. Excuse me, off the mic. That's number one. Then I got this for you. Uh, you know that February is uh, Black History Month, okay? Well, Adidas... And by the way, you can call me if you want. Uh, let's take a phone call if you want. 844-392-1250. Um, 844-392-1250. I'm sorry. What did I say? That's right. That's 292. 844-302-1250. 844-302-1250. Adidas uh, has... You know, they created a sneaker for Black History Month. Um... I don't know what the purpose of that would be, but uh, that's, that's, you know, it's a marketing thing. Uh, but Adidas now, according to this story at the Hill, has pulled all whites, the all-white sneaker created for Black History Month after, what else, a Twitter backlash. Adidas has reportedly pulled an all-white sneaker that was being sold as a part of its Black History Month collection after the shoe prompted widespread backlash on Twitter. According to USA Today, the sneaker, which was part of the brand's Ultra Boost line, was also included in a collection that had been inspired by the Harlem Renaissance. But the shoe's design faced pushback on Twitter shortly after it was made available, as many said, uh, many again, how many? Uh, many said they were frustrated by the all-white design used to commemorate the Black History Month. Um, it's a shoe, okay? Or maybe, I guess it's two shoes, but it's it's shoes, all right? <laughs> it's just, it, 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 if you, you are really doing well, if, uh, I don't care what identity you uh, have or what, um, what, ethnic group you, re- you represent or race you, you belong to, you have a really good life going on if the color of a sneaker put out by Adidas offends you. Um, but obviously people were offended by Adidas putting out a white shoe during Black History Month. I don't know what's going to happen. I guess they're, they're going uh, to put out a different shoe. Uh, let me see what it says here. Um... Adidas uh, released a statement seen by the publication seen by the publication about its uh, about its decision to pull the shoe from its Harlem Renaissance inspired collection. Adidas released a new collection in celebration of Black History Month, featuring designs inspired by the Harlem Renaissance. The company said it includes footwear and apparel across a variety of categories. Toward the latter stages of the design process, we added a running shoe to the collection that we later felt did not reflect the spirit or philosophy of how Adidas believes we should recognize and honor Black History Month. After careful consideration, we have decided to withdraw the product from the collection. So everybody is safe now. The white shoe will not be part of Black History Month. That's where we are. Uh, and again, how many, uh, you wonder, see, here's the way it used to be. I, I was, I've been around a long time, so I worked in the media for a long time. And it used to be if, if you had complaints, you would get a, a lot of mail, you know, like snail mail, letters. You know, keep those cards and letters coming in. You've heard people say that. Not anymore. But that, and and so that would be, a, if you got if you got um, a letter or two, 
the theory was that that represented lots and lots of people because someone had to sit down and take the time to write a letter, uh, type it, whatever they did, get an envelope, find your address, write it on there, and send it in to you. So if, if the news director at the TV station got three letters about something I said, that was considered a lot of people because they figured it represented tons of people because that the three were only the people who were willing to or and and had the energy and were annoyed enough that they would take the time to write a letter now twitter emails you can you can have a thousand people now will send an email to a station and complain about something that's been said that seems like a ton of people but it it may be the only people out of 50,000 who were listening at that time who were upset but now they have access to email so you have to hear about it one last thing here before we get to, well, actually, two things. ESPN has settled a lawsuit with Doug Adler after firing him over the gorilla effect comment. Uh, ESPN has settled a lawsuit uh, after his absurd firing in 2017. This is from uh, the Daily Caller. Adler was fired by the popular sports network after he said Venus Williams was using the gorilla effect. That's G U E R R I L L A, as in gorilla tactics. During a match in early 2017, people thought it was racist because they thought he meant a gorilla, G-O-R-I-L-L-A, and he was fired. Clearly, it wasn't racist at all, and Adler right, rightfully sued ESPN, and, and he had come up with evidence that he had used that term before for white players. It was a, it's a, I don't follow tennis. I remember when it happened, uh, but um, he, he said that he uses that term all the time, and it's a it's a description of how a style of play or something in tennis, which I wouldn't be aware of because I don't watch tennis. So uh, now with the network under new and perhaps more sensible management comes muted word that ESPN has amicably resolved our dispute with Doug Adler. I got a feeling that amicably means he got some money. You know what I mean? So, uh, and they're also talking about letting him come back to television um, and to back the ESPN and actually be involved in tennis uh, telecasts again. So the uh, the sensitivity alarm went off and maybe a little bit prematurely. And now he made a, he got a little vacation, long vacation, and I hope he got lots of back pay and maybe a little extra. Okay, how much time we got, Aaron? Got two minutes. Um, okay, let's do this. Uh, the Super Bowl. The the um, the viewers for the Super Bowl, uh, the ratings were not good. Uh, the ratings were down, but the the bad thing is that in the uh, twenty five to forty nine demographic, the ratings were down a little bit just overall. But in the twenty five to forty nine uh, demographic, they were way down. It's the lowest in um, uh, twenty six years. Uh, for the rate, the demographic eighteen to forty nine. That's what it is. Eighteen to forty nine have declined in seven straight years, and viewership has declined in eight. This decade, the game scored as high as forty point five in twenty twelve and fifty two point five in twenty eleven. Adults eighteen to forty nine made up just under forty one percent of the audience. That's a lot of people watching, and eighteen to forty nine made up only forty one percent of it. Uh, an audience of 98.2 million. Since 2008, when the demo accounted for uh, fully half of the TV audience, it has accounted for a smaller and smaller percentage each year. So that's not a good sign for the NFL. Younger people are saying they don't like the NFL as much and don't care about the Super Bowl. So uh, 
before we take a break here, I want to I want to remind you we had the guy on the director of the uh, of the SLIG, the Alliance of American Football. It starts this weekend, and I like it. I mean, I haven't seen it yet. I like it so far. Uh, no kickoffs. Drives will start from a team's twenty five yard line. No onside kicks. If a team wants to try to retain possession after scoring, it gets the ball at the 28-yard line and must gain at least 12 yards on one play. Otherwise, the opponent gets the ball at the point the play ended. There will be a sky judge. He'll watch from the press box and correct obvious and egregious officiating errors, including our rulings involving pass interference. This is very good. In the last five minutes of the fourth quarter, uh, you remember what happened in the Saints-Rams game. And also, no TV timeouts. Zero. Um, no extra point kicks. Everybody goes for two, and uh, they'll have an overtime from the 10-yard line. So I'm going to be watching on Saturday. Uh, I don't know how long I'll last, if I'll last through the whole game, but I'm going to be interested to see how long the game lasts, what, co- what kind of quality play they have, and uh, if I want to watch again. We'll talk about it on Monday. When we come back, we're going to talk about music, rock and roll, and millennials. Stick around. If this were just any door, and this were just any ignition, connected to just any transmission, in just any vehicle, then perhaps it would be okay to buy it from just anyone. But this is not just any car. It's a certified pre-owned Mercedes-Benz. Every detail has been inspected and road tested by highly skilled Mercedes-Benz technicians. And it's all backed by an unlimited mileage warranty for up to five years which makes the decision of where to buy one simple. Your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer. The certified pre-owned sales event going on now through February 28th. Come in today and we'll help cover your first month's payment. Offer available through Mercedes-Benz Financial Services. Because in the end, it's absolute confidence in genuine Mercedes-Benz parts, or it isn't. It's either Mercedes-Benz certified pre-owned, or it isn't. See your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer for complete details and limitations on credit towards your first month's payment and certified pre-owned warranties. I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. Today's fluctuating interest rates can leave you with unexpected higher mortgage payments. At Quicken Loans, we've created a new way to protect you from unpredictable interest rates so you can buy a home with certainty. It's called Rate Shield, and here's how it works. With Rate Shield, you can lock your interest rate while you shop for a new home. So if rates go up, you don't have to worry. And here's the best part. If rates go down, you get the lower rate. With Rate Shield, we really have you covered. Here are more reasons why you'll want to work with America's largest mortgage lender. For nine years in a row now, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. And for the fifth year in a row, they've also ranked us highest in the nation for mortgage servicing. Rate Shield. Another way we can save you money on your mortgage. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Based on Rocket Mortgage data in comparison to public data records, rate shield approval only valid on certain 30-year purchase transactions. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. Employers, are you tired of paying outrageous premiums for health insurance? How about a plan that allows you to go to any hospital in the country? A plan that pays you back every year. This is John Steigerwald from Marley Financial. Whether you want a top-of-the-line plan or just enough to keep you legal, Marley Financial has a custom-made plan for you. As a business owner, you owe it to yourself to stay ahead of the ever-changing marketplace. Marley has been on the cutting edge of new and improved health plans for both individuals and businesses. And only Marley Financial offers health plans that actually pay you back. Call 724-884-1496 for unbiased 
top-notch plans from any carrier in Pennsylvania. Plans that'll save you money and give you an edge over the competition. They even offer custom business solutions to reduce your liability and overhead as you grow. They're truly one of the most innovative agencies in the nation. Call Marley now, 724-884-1496, 724-884-1496, or visit MarleyFG.com. All right, here's the great selling point of Relief Factor. Well, actually, the greatest selling point is that it works for the great majority of people who use it. But the big selling factor is really this. You can get all the pain relief benefits of Relief Factor without the negative side effects of ibuprofen. A couple of years ago, with great sciatic pain, I would take ibuprofen a lot. And it helped, but the side effects were so awful after a while that I... I just had to discontinue use, but that's not the problem with relief factor. So that's huge. So if you've been using any form of ibuprofen, now you don't have to with relief factor. Go to relieffactor.com, check out the pricing, and please give it a try because pain is pretty awful. Or call 800-500-8384. That's relieffactor.com. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. I'll see you on Monday. Thanks for listening. Bye. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com salemnow.com